1: You have one message. First message. Hey, Luke. It's the other Aaron. And when Aaron was talking about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal, I was like, I distinctly remember that cereal as well. And looking back, I wonder if it was an attempt to get kids to eat rice checks. Because it had marshmallows of, like, turtles and weapons and stuff. But it had ninja nets. And the ninja (laughs) nets were, like, rice checks, basically. And if I could bring back a cereal, in my mind it would have to be C three PO's because I just I was a big fan of that cereal. And to me, it must still have tasted amazing because I can't recall ever tasting anything like it. And I have some sort of vague memory of what it tasted like. But yeah, that was my jam. And they even came with cardboard cutout masks that you poke the holes out of. And you could be Luke Skywalker or a Stormtrooper or C three PO. So anyway. You didn't ask, but those are my thoughts.
0: Message erased. No remaining messages. From No U Media Group, this is 30 Pop. A weekly peek back in music, movies, sports, fashion, politics, and news from 30 years ago. I'm your host, Luke Braun. This is Season 3, Episode 4, Crossover Cameo and Sitcom Second Chance. Today, we're looking back at the week that ended Saturday, January 26th, 1991. Hello, friends, and welcome to episode number 99 of 30 Pop. Next week, we'll be celebrating our 100th episode, and we're just a couple of weeks away from our official two-year anniversary of this show, and I could not be more happy about it. Well, okay, I'd be happier if we had a lot more folks joining in each week as we turn back the clock 30 years, but outside of that, I couldn't be happier. As I say often, I love working on this show, and it honestly just gets more fun all the time. That being said, there isn't just a ton to look back on from this week in 1991, so we'll just dive right in. After a very rough first 18 months or so following its premiere and subsequent struggles to gain any traction with viewers, critics, or networks, and after being bumped from their scheduled January 16th time slot by the presidential Desert Storm announcement, on January 23rd, 1991, Seinfeld finally re-premiered on network television. And honestly, the rest is history. It went on to develop a cult-like following during and especially after its 180-episode run on the air. Also in television news this week in 1991, on Friday night, January 25th, ABC's TGIF lineup brought a little more magic than normal in the form of this crossover cameo on their flagship series, Full House. That's him. Dad, you never saw us. And if he asks where we are, we were never here and we're never coming back.
1: Got it. How annoying could one kid be? Steve. <laughs> Listen, Steve, uh, DJ and Julie were never here and they're never coming back.
0: Never? Well, that's okay, I'll
1: wait. <laughs> Steve, you have a spare accordion? We can jig him. <laughs> my accordion is in the shop.
0: While a guest appearance from Steve Urkel on Full House may not sound like big news after 30 years, I guarantee it was then, at least to my 11 year old mind. The number one movie at the box office for the 11th and next to last week was, as you may guess, Home Alone, which we'll revisit one more time on next week's episode with some fellow mega-fans of the movie. To take nothing away from the perfection of Home Alone, there really was basically no competition. The only remotely notable new release this week in 1991 was a movie called Too Much Sun, with Robert Downey Jr., Ralph Macchio, and a trailer so irritating I couldn't possibly stand to include it here. I've linked it in the show notes for anyone who may be a glutton for punishment, but trust me when I tell you, you won't be missing anything at all if you skip it. Except maybe a headache and a loss of respect for both Robert Downey Jr. and Ralph Macchio. It's very bad. The sports headlines 30 years ago this week included Houston Rockets guard Vernon Maxwell becoming the fourth player in NBA history to score 30 points in a single quarter, which is truly remarkable. And Super Bowl XXV, in which the New York Giants beat the Buffalo Bills 20-19. to And more importantly, Bud Light beat Budweiser for the first time in the increasingly popular Bud Bowl, with Bud Dry as their star quarterback. The 90s were so weird. In music news, Vanilla Ice continued his reign at the top of the Billboard 200 chart, and LL Cool J remained number one on the Hot Rap chart with the Round the Way Girl. The first time by surface lost its spot at the top of the Hot R&B and Hip Hop chart but became number 1 on the far more important and impressive Hot 100. The song that took its place was The Synthesized Pan Flute Laden Love Makes Things Happen by Pebbles and Babyface. I'm Lastly, the new number one song on the hot country chart this week in 1991, replacing Garth Brooks's Unanswered Prayers after its two-week stint at the top, was Alabama's Forever's As Far As I'll Go.
1: I will give you my heart Faithful and true And all the love it can hold That's all I can do I've thought about how long I'll love you, and it's only fair that you know, forever as far as I'll go.
0: While I had no love for country music at that point in my life, and while I'm also pretty sure I've never heard this particular song, I'd be lying if I said I don't feel immediately nostalgic at the sound of Alabama lead singer Randy Owen's voice. There's just something about that guy. I have no idea what it is. Anyway, that's all I've got for you this week, friends. I'll be back next week, though, as I mentioned, for our 100th episode of 30 Pop. Unbelievable. I'll also be sharing a really fun bonus episode in the next week or so of an interview I had the great privilege of doing this week with cartoon voice acting legend Rob Paulson, whose voice you may recognize as Raphael from the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated series, or as Donatello from its reboot in 2012, or as Yakko Warner from Animaniacs, Pinky from Pinky and the Brain, Snow Job from G.I. Joe, or any of his other 500 plus acting credits. The guy is amazing, and I can't wait to share that conversation with you. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Until next week, remember, you can be too old for a lot of things, but you're never too old to be afraid. 30 Pop is produced, edited, and mixed by me, Luke Brawner. Our artwork is by the amazing Heather Hale. To check out more shows from MillU Media Group, visit millumedia.com, which is linked in the show notes for this episode. And if you have a story from 30 years ago that you want to share, leave a message on the answering machine at
1: 30pop.com.